Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 310 and 20 mark slaps. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach coming out with Takata and Fugue in D minor. Just what a banger. Man, he brought the thunder with that one. Okay, coming up on the hour, on the on the hour, on the show this hour, I'm going to read some of your ghost stories that y'all submitted to me in the last 24 hours. I thank you all so much for doing that. I really appreciate you participating in the show in this way. I also want to thank everybody who sent in bumper music suggestions over the weekend. Uh, that made my job this morning a lot easier. Um, uh, on the text line, some people are reacting to the conversation I had with Danielle Allen about, you know, the ways that we can revitalize our democracy and the way that we can, uh, you know, make Congress people more responsive to us. And then here's a text. Soothsayer Sam is here today and he says, yeah, and then we all sit around in a circle around the campfire, passing around and smoking a funny looking smelly cigarette, singing Kumbaya. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite the same as reinventing our democracy and re invigorating it but uh i take your point um i also texted out uh the the video of a, a ghost or something like ghostly activity that happened at tableau in the first hour i was talking about hauntings and somebody that used to work at tableau in the french quarter sent in a youtube video and uh it it, it looks very much like ghostly activity so if you'd like to see that, that spooky ghost video and, you know, tell me whether or not you think it's it's real. Is it proof of a haunting at Tableau? Uh, shoot me the shoot me a request and I'll suit you back the link and um, you can enjoy, uh, you know, looking at that ghostly video. OK, um, I think it's should we do some ghost stories? Is it ready? Coleman, are you ready? Sure. Sure. That means yes. That's it. You have anything a little more enthusiastic? Wait, all right, all right, ask me, ask me. Yeah. Hey, let's um, uh, let's uh, read some ghost stories. Coleman, you ready? Hell yeah! Hell dude, yeah! Let's do this, some man. ghost stories. Come on! Rock it. Come on! Come on! Bring it! All right, I'm gonna play. Okay, I'm starting my spooky music. Whoa, that's pretty spooky. Oh yeah, I gotta go turn the lights off. Hang on. I'm mesmerized by the lava lamp. Yeah, the lava lamp is really it's doing, doing a lot of work dance. in here. Turn the turn the scary music down just a little bit. We gotta kind of set the mood here. A little bit more. I'll gesture at you if it should be louder, but bring it down a little bit. Nice. Thank you, Coleman. Here's a ghost story from WWL listener Mark. Thank you, Mark. Mark says, 
this isn't too creepy, but circa 1971-72, before TV clickers were commonplace, my father was adjusting the TV when he felt a tap on his shoulder. He kept adjusting the TV when he received a much more insisted tap. He thought it was my mom. Dad turned around and said, what, honey? Then he noticed my mom sitting on the other end of the room, covered by the large afghan that she was crocheting. At the time, Dad was working undercover with the JPSO Vice Squad, and he didn't scare easily, and this freaked him out. Other things happened at our house. The dryer would just kick on, and one morning the front door was found wide open. My parents didn't do it, and my brother and I were too young and too small to reach the chain high above the doorknob. WTF. Poltergeists are apparently attracted to homes with young children. I don't know, but we call doors George. George. You had, you had a poltergeist in your house and you called it George? Yeah, usually you have George of the Jungle, but what this is George of the, the George spirit George world? George of the Spirit World? I don't know. I understand you were a young child and you know maybe George George was right there, but uh, you know, if I were an adult and I had a poltergeist in my house, I would want to give it you know, like Zoroth the Haunter, or you know, something that just has a little bit more gravity. Zoroth the Haunter. See, I just came up with that right off the top of my head. That's great. Okay, let's continue. Some of these are a little bit shorter. That's okay. This story is from Ross. Thank you, Ross. Once while hunting in St. Francisville, which stood on a Civil War battleground, customers said that they heard children playing in the yard at midnight. There were no children, and the house stood alone in that area. And the next night, I was awakened when I felt someone grab me on the leg. And I was alone in the room. It was really hard to get back to sleep. Yeah, man, St. Francisville is spook central. We were talking about that a little bit last hour. I mean, they got the myrtles. It's very creepy up there anyway. The oak trees with all the moss hanging down. It's just kind of, kind of a vibe. You know what I'm talking about? So would you accept like a back massage from a ghost that they, like if you just laying down and like just all of a sudden you felt like somebody massaging your shoulder? Your- Hell yeah, I would take a massage from a ghost. Them, it's expensive. I love a good, every time I go to see a massage therapist, it's usually Nikki Diamonds, one of my best friends is giving me massages. Yeah, and I he says, Nikki. did you? Yeah, remember, I think, was he not? Oh yeah, 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 but at the time we went out to Lake Catherine and yeah. had all the daiquiris. Um, yeah, every time I see Nikki, he's like, dude, you got to come in here more often. Your stuff's a mess. And I'm like, it's a, it's $100 for 60 minutes, man. I'm not, I'm not made of money over here, Nikki. I used to get the friends and family discount. He took that away. <clears throat> okay. We'll do one more before we take a break. This is from James. James says, 
If you ever find yourself driving across the Crescent City Connection, listen to the sounds of the wind, and you might hear my sister-in-law whispering, All I wanted was a job. All I wanted was my life back. So the next time you're driving alone across the bridge, look next to you. You might just see her looking for a ride to find that job. That's spooky. James's sister-in-law died by suicide on the bridge, so some extra, extra spook there. Where are we at here? Well, this one got out of order. Coleman, let's go ahead and take a break. I got my pages out of order here, and I don't really want to spend a lot of time on the air working it out. <laughs> Remember this one? That's Patience and Prudence with their 1953 hit, Tonight You Belong to Me. They sound like ghosts. It's creepy. I got more creepy vintage music coming up after this. Let's step away and get a look at traffic with Dave Brennan and then take care of some business and more of your ghost stories after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Lead Belly. Wait for it. Here he comes. Any minute now, Lead Belly. What's what he what's he doing? You can just just scrub it up to 26 seconds. We gotta be getting close now. That's weird. Is this the instrumental version or something? What the hell happened here? It doesn't say it is, but hey. Oh, there it is. Now it's it. yeah, that's the instrumental. Oh, now he now he's getting into it. Well, it's creepy anyway. Try to imagine Lead Belly singing his song about where'd you sleep last night, babe? Hey, look, uh, Here's a text that's kind of, <laughs> this is weird. On the Oakland Art Jewelers Talking text line, here's somebody that says, Hey, Ian, back in college, I needed a last-minute costume for my fraternity Halloween party. I shaved off all my body hair, including the bathing suit area. It's not what the texter said, but it's what I'm going to say. And then I used Elmer's glue to stick the hair to my face. And the Wolfman was born? The girls and even some guys went crazy for it? That's weird. That's... Don't... Don't... Don't glue body hair to your face. Go... Go buy a wig. Go... Go get some fur. You go to... Go to Sally's Fabrics or whatever and get some fur. Put that on... Gives me the jibblies. Okay. 
if you're on hold, stay there. I think I'm going to finish up with these ghost stories before we hit 4 o'clock, so I should have a chance to get to you. Coleman, you ready for more ghost stories? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's man, do come it. on. Let's get it. Down. Ghost stories. Freak All right. Me out. And we're off. Okay. This ghost story came from MJ. Thank you, MJ. When I was little, our family would visit Chirino, Texas, several hours away. When our California cousins came down every few years, we would stay for several hours and then drive back, which was a long day for us. So one time, we decided to spend the night at our cousin Ronnie's other grandparents' house. But we got to talking about the empty house across the El Camino Real Highway. Why it was empty, I certainly didn't know. But I think I know why now. Ronnie's grandparents said we could go over there and explore, which we did. There was something unique about the old Granberry house. There was a mural painted on the wooden walls of the living room just as there was at the other house. Later, we asked about it, and Ronnie's grandfather, Pop, told us that one mural was a continuation of the other, and it supposedly had a trail depicted in it leading to Jim Bowie's buried treasure. Side note, if you don't know who Jim Bowie is, he was like a kind of a bad dude from Texas. I think he also was killed at the Alamo, according to... All right, anyway, Jim Bowie. It had a trail depicted in it leading to Jim Bowie's buried treasure, and we thought that was awesome. So the boys decided they wanted to sleep in the other house. It would definitely be less crowded. We all went to bed around 9-ish, but in the middle of the night, we heard screaming. The boys were terrified, and they were running across the El Camino Real Highway, which was way out in the boondocks of East Texas. My dad and the other grown-ups woke up while I trembled under the rough burlap sheets. The kids were saying that something like a man, a shadow, or a silhouette with a tinny voice appeared to them with a bloody knife. It was Jim Bowie. And he wanted them to get out of there because that was his domain and no one else's. No one doubted those boys ever. These were tough kids who have not, would have not admitted that they were really, really scared unless it was so. And in the meantime, a portion of the Granberry House was removed and relocated as a museum. And Ronnie's grandfather's pop's house has since been demolished. But I get the creeps whenever I think of the name of the house. Granberry. Gran, meaning grand. And berry. Granberry. The grand booty might have been buried under the Granberry house. Grand booty? One day I'm going to be mature enough to hear that and not laugh off the air. Today's not that day. (laughs) No, I was cracking up. Grand booty. That was my girlfriend's nickname in high school. Here's a story from Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. I was staying at the Hotel Provincial last spring with my sister. 
We had an early flight in the morning and were planning to wake up around 4.30 a.m. And I woke up around that time. But before the alarm went off and in my half-awake haze, I saw my sister in a long white gown coming back from the bathroom in our room. Well, I got ready to get up and as I saw the gowned figure walking towards my sister's bed, I realized my sister was still in her bed, sound asleep. The gowned figure dissipated into the wall. The oddest thing was that it was not frightening or it even seemed weird at the time that it happened. How are you going to be not frightened by that, Kathy? A gowned figure walking around in your room that's that's not a real person? I'm always intrigued with this concept of ghosts and spirits wearing clothes. Yeah, why are they? Like, they're always like, wearing like flowing clothes, right? Yeah, is it like a haberdashery up in the spirit world that we don't know about? Man, they got like a TJ Maxx up there. Yeah, or, or do they? Or do they show up in something that they, I know they say like Civil War guys, like they 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 haunt people in their uniforms, like if, you know the Confederate Union. Uniforms yeah, they're in uniform, that. right? That means if I die, do I have to come haunt you in my gimp outfit or something like that? Like if you die today, <laughs> God forbid, Coleman. But if you're gonna haunt the rest of the world in your Super Mario costume, yeah, that, that you're wearing is that today? how it works? Like, why would a ghost wear clothes? I don't know. Do they get to choose what they wear with their haunting? I don't know. Or do they just have to wear whatever they died in? That's why I'm perplexed about it and the concept of That's my uncle. How do you know it was your uncle? Because he wore his favorite hat. Because that's his hat. But the hat was in the attic. So how does that? Oh, man. Okay. Well, maybe I'll ask Jen Talley about that next year from the New Orleans Paranormal Society. Moving on. This ghost story just came from a number. There was no name attached to it. Uh, We'll say it's from 6707. Thank you, 6707. When I was a teenager, my uncle owned a hotel in New Orleans. And one night while he was closing up the restaurant bar area, he set his coffee cup down and walked into the next room. A few minutes later, He heard his coffee cup break. He thought someone was messing with him, but he knew he was the only person there. He decided to look at his cameras to see what happened. The video shows the coffee cup lift up from the counter, spin around a few times, and then fly off the counter. He brought that video to his parents' house and he let us all watch it because he knew that no one would believe him. It's the freakiest, freakiest video I have ever seen. See, now that, I mean, that's that's a solid story. It's just a, like a polter... What you, the poltergeist, right? When they, they break stuff and they move stuff around? Yeah, a poltergeist. Yeah. Like that's the poltergeist, like uh, at Tableau, you know, that video that we got earlier. Oh, which, by the way, several of you texted me asking for that video 
twice, which suggests to me that you didn't get it the first time. I'm sorry about that. I don't have an explanation for that. I clearly see that I texted it to you. I'm going to put it on Scoot on the Air's Facebook page um, when I get off the air today. So go to go to SOTA Facebook a little later, and you'll see the the link to the ghostly video there. Okay, this is actually a story from last year when we did this, but I thought this was a really good one. And I remember people really responded to this when I read it last year. So I'm going to read it again. And this comes from somebody calling themselves Louisiana Shovelhead. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Louisiana Shovelhead. About 35 years ago, before we got married, my girlfriend and I used to work together. On one job, we went out to a large semi-submersible drilling rig parked off the coast of Texas. It was not drilling a well. It was getting inspected by the Coast Guard and the American Bureau of Shipping. And my girlfriend and I were there doing ultrasound measurements on the thickness of the hull and the internal structure. There was quite a few people on board. Divers doing underwater video, support crew, etc. Back then, there was not that many females working offshore in the Gulf of Mexico. And the rig didn't have any female quarters. So my girlfriend, Pat, was using the hospital room to sleep. There was a couple of beds and a private bathroom. The hospital room was right next to the TV room. The second day there, after the first night spent on board, Pat comes into the galley in the morning, not looking very happy. She had a reputation in the oil field of being good at her job, but also of being willing and able to give anyone that made her angry a cussing that would make a sailor blush. Everyone was watching her as she got a cup of coffee and then sat down by me. She started telling me in a loud enough voice that everyone could hear that she hadn't gotten hardly any sleep because some idiot kept turning on the volume of the TV all the way up. And every time she got up and went into the TV room, there was nobody there. You could have heard a pin drop in that room. Someone finally said, It was the ghost. One man who worked for the company that owned that drilling rig came over and sat down, and he explained that during the construction of the rig, several painters had been killed in an explosion and fire in one of the compartments. After the rig was completed, several more men had been killed during drilling operations by a gas explosion. Another man had been decapitated by a cable that snapped. There had been many occasions when one of the workers had seen someone walking down the hallway that then disappeared. And the ghost, the ghost liked turning on the TV when nobody else was in the room. 
everyone was listening to this story and nobody was laughing. <sighs> Haunted drilling rig? Ooh, where's my workers' compensation? Oh, I better get a lawyer. We'll step away here and come back with one more ghost story, kind of the finale of the day. I want to thank everybody again for submitting those. I've sure enjoyed reading them, and I hope you're enjoying listening to them. What the hell is this? Oh, yeah, it's Tiny Tim. <laughs> Listen to this. The Tiny Tim Doors crossover that you didn't know you needed. But I'll bring it to you. Happy Halloween. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot. I'll be right back after this. One more ghost story before I hand it off to Sports Talk here. And this is a story of a haunted radio station. Coleman, you think you can handle that? I'm not sure, man. Try it. You ready? Yeah. Yes! Yeah! Yeah, let's get yeah. it! <laughs> the old radio station stood atop a lonely hill, a decaying relic of a bygone era. It was a place where forgotten tunes and faded memories lingered in the stale air. It was known to the locals as WKBW Radio, and those who dared venture near its crumbling structure could hear a faint, ghostly whisper of music from a time long past. Lena had always been drawn to the abandoned station. She was a radio enthusiast, and the legends surrounding WKBW Radio only fueled her curiosity. Rumors of strange occurrences and mysterious sightings had swirled around the station for decades. It was said that the station was haunted, and Lena was determined to uncover the truth. One dark and stormy night, with rain pouring down in torrents and thunder echoing in the distance, Lena stood at the station's entrance. She held a battered old radio in her hand, a device that she believed would help her communicate with any lingering spirits. As she pushed open the creaking door, the wind seemed to howl in protest. The interior was a shadowy labyrinth of corroded equipment and tangled wires. Dust-covered microphones lay scattered across the floor, and the once vibrant walls were now peeling and weathered. But Lena was undeterred. She had come to connect with the other side. Setting up her radio on a dilapidated table, Lena began to tune the frequencies, searching for any sign of the spectral presence that was rumored to haunt this place. As the rain continued to beat against the windows, she heard a faint, eerie melody seeping through the static. She listened intently as the ghostly tune grew stronger. A melancholic melody from the past, echoing through the airwaves. It was as if the very walls of the station had come to life with the music of long-forgotten voices. And then she heard whispers, faint and distant, as if souls were trying to communicate. Help us. 
voices whispered, sending shivers down Lena's spine. The words were chilling, and the desperate tone left no room for doubt. The spirits trapped in this forsaken place were calling out for assistance. Determined to unravel the mystery, Lena began to ask questions. Who are you? Why are you trapped here? The static on the radio crackled and hissed, and the voices grew more distinct. We are the lost souls of the radio waves, forever bound to this station. Their voices tinged with sorrow. We are the DJs, the sound engineers, and the musicians who poured our hearts into this place. But our dreams were shattered, and our souls remain here, lost in time. As Lena continued to converse with the spirits, she learned the tragic story of the station. Decades ago, a fire had consumed the building, claiming the lives of those who worked there. Their restless souls had become entwined with the very frequencies that they had once broadcast to the world. Lena felt a deep sense of empathy for the trapped spirits. She knew she had to help them find peace and closure. With the radio as her conduit, she formed a connection with the ghosts, promising to free them from their torment. She spent days researching ancient rituals and seeking guidance from experts in the paranormal. Armed with this newfound knowledge, she returned to the station one fateful night. The rain had subsided, and the full moon illuminated the decrepit building. With candles and incense in hand, Lena began the ritual to release the spirits from their eternal prison. She recited incantations and chanted prayers, and as the words left her lips, a powerful surge of energy filled the room, and the spirits began to materialize. Their ethereal forms taking shape right before her eyes. Their expressions were filled with gratitude and tears of relief streamed down their translucent faces. And one by one, they crossed over into the afterlife, leaving behind the haunting melodies that had played in the station for so long. As the last spirit departed, the music faded away and the station fell into an eerie silence. Lena knew that she had fulfilled her promise, allowing the lost souls to find the peace that they had sought for so many years. WKB Radio was silent once more, its haunted history now a distant memory. Lena, the radio enthusiast who had uncovered the station's chilling secret, left the abandoned building, knowing that she had made a difference in the lives of those who had been trapped in the ghostly frequencies of the past. Pretty spooky, right? Yeah, I've, I've always done AM and FM, but I've never done EM-FM. EM-FM? 
What's the E stand for? Ethereal? <laughs> Electri- uh, it's a ghost term. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Hey, you know who wrote that story? Who wrote the story? Chat GPT, man. That was AI? I kid you negative. That's all, the scariest that's part the of the scary. All I did was typed in, write me a write me a story about a haunted ghost station, a, a haunted radio station. It was like, cool. Yep, got it. No problem. 30 seconds later, it was done. <laughs> Stuff freaks me out, man. Well, I wonder if AI can program the web. Don't get any ideas. We'll step away here and get a look at Traffic with Dave Brandon. I'll come back and say goodbye. I'm going to leave you with this guy, Russ Colombo. Basically, if you're in the listening area at all and you're listening to me right now, you're under a red flag warning from the National Weather Service. No wildfires, no campfires tonight. They don't even want you putting candles in your pumpkins. Very high, dangerous fire conditions today. Please be careful tonight. I got to thank Coleman, Kevin, Diane, Scoot, and you, the listener, for helping me out with the show the last couple days. I got great phone calls, great texts, great music, great ghost stories. Scoot's going to be back tomorrow, and I'll be back on the other side of glass where I belong. But I've sure enjoyed spending this time with you. Let's do it again sometime. Sports Talk is coming up next. Happy Halloween. Be good. Be safe. Have fun. I'm Ian Hoke. Bye. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.